It's a nice, warm Monday. Good to have you on board. Joe Michael's show. At it today. Good to have you. It's uh, it's a win by the Packers. But what does that mean? Wasn't a pretty game by any stretch of the imagination. But you take it, you know? You take it. Irv Favre used to tell me all the time. It's a dub. Take it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you win by one or win by 40. It's a win. So you take it. You move on. Uh, did it uh, answer any questions? I don't know. I don't know. The fact that they got a uh, first half score via touchdown is is something, but we'll see. See if they can build on it a little bit. But uh, they go to three and five in the season. Twenty. A 20-point score for this team, which is nice. And the fact that uh, they did, uh, defensively speaking anyway, um, when you hold the – now, granted, okay, Rippon is not a a premier quarterback in the National Football League, but they still have some weaponry over there. And uh, the fact that uh, the Packers were able to hold them to just three points, I mean, that's a defensive victory. And, by the way, their point differential is now on the positive side. They are plus one, so moral victory there. So uh, I will get into some of the, uh, how do I put this? Some of you who have been waiting the pretty much since game one to say, see, I told you so, and now you come out of the woodwork. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to slam that door shut real quick. Um, so we got a, a Green and Gold Monday, Packers Monday. We're going to talk a lot about this this win yesterday, what it means. You've got a uh, a tough defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up next week, and then after that you come back home, you face the Chargers. Then on Thanksgiving Day, we've got uh, the Lions and the Packers squaring off right after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade culminates. So we've got a lot of football over the next two and a half weeks. Looking forward to all of that. I'm excited about it. Uh, in the meantime, we also got some other things that are on the docket. Uh, you got a – a head-scratching loss down in Indiana. Now, I said I thought it would be close. These Whoever you are out there that dreamed that Wisconsin was going to roll Indiana, you did not watch Indiana going to Happy Valley down into Beaver Stadium um, or into uh, Penn State Stadium and and to go toe-to-toe with them for three quarters. You, I don't know what you were watching, but that's an Indiana team that they've been in every game. They just weren't able to get over the top, and then finally they did. Their first Big Ten win of the season. They knock off the Wisconsin Badgers. And uh, I knew that was going to be a tough game, but uh, I did not expect the Badgers to lose that game. So we'll uh, get into that a little bit. You got high school football all throughout the area, which is awesome. Got all the matchups, so I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, And then two distinct differences in two different parts of the country. Lincoln Riley at USC, a a absolute coward and gutless man, dressed as a bully, and then you've got the charade that is Michigan football. And can somebody? Can we send? I got a friend of mine who works for a place called Texas EquiSearch, and what they do is they go out when people become when people are missing. Okay, whether it's via crime or you know, elderly people, silver alerts, but they go out and help find people. And my buddy Dave and his uh, longtime girlfriend, Linda, they uh, are a part of this, and Dave heads up the Midwest chapter. 
And I bring this up because they have gone out and found uh, people with dementia that have unfortunately found uh, a way to their death out in frigid temperatures. Uh, they have found people that overdosed and families that were searching for their loved ones. And they have found crime victims that have been mutilated, chopped up, buried out in the wilderness. So nobody would ever find them, but they have found them um, and, and helps with the FBI and the police departments. So that's what they do. They go find people or at least eliminate areas that these people may be. Uh, I think what we should do collectively is put a put a nice pool together and uh, just pay for their expenses because it's a nonprofit. Pay for their expenses. And maybe we go along with like search parties, big sticks, walk through the wilderness, and we find the balls of the uh, Big Ten commissioner for his lack of interest in pursuing anything against the University of Michigan. So I, I, that's all on the docket today. That's all on the docket today. So we got all that coming up. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find me on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Grant at Wisco Grant over on uh, Twitter as well. You can find uh, Instagram page, The Bill Michaels Show, over on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. And you can also find us on Facebook. You can watch us there, facebook.com slash the bill michael show and then there's youtube youtube.com youtube.com slash bill michaels show there's twitch tv on the twitch app same thing kick tv on the kick app same thing you can find us on linkedin now which uh, i'm proud to say so a lot of business owners watch us there and then you can email the program the bill michaels show at gmail.com the bill michaels show at gmail.com and uh, or thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Sorry, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Website is simply thebillmichaels.com. And you can always listen to us anywhere and everywhere on the Zone app. The Zone Madison. The Zone Madison. You see the Capitol building, a couple of numbers there that represent both radio stations, both signals that were on out in the mighty Madison. And uh, all over the state of Wisconsin, you can listen to us there. And then listen after the fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and good stuff there. Grand Bills. How was your weekend, man? It was great. It was really low-key. Watched a couple movies, laid low, watched some football games, and yeah, that's about it. I didn't do much of anything this weekend, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, we went out. Uh, God, what did we do? We went to the dinner party on Friday, which was great. Um, then we went to um, – we didn't do much on Saturday. Saturday, we actually just kind of we – we didn't have any plans. We got up and just – did stuff, returned some things, bought a few things, um, you know, worked around the house a little bit, uh, didn't do a whole lot, and uh, then ended up, uh, I was just craving a salad, and I had not seen our buddy Tom um, from Boondocks in a while, so we went out there, we had dinner out there, and uh, which, by the way, we got an announcement regarding that as well, uh, and uh, then after that, I, I was craving a cigar, I went down to Nice Ash, smoked a cigar, and got home early. And uh, got up at uh, 4.30 in the morning and then got the studio unpacked and packed it all up. and Or packed up, I should say. Got it thrown in the car and then headed off to uh, Green Bay. So that was uh, that was yesterday. Got back last night, I guess, I don't know, 7.30, something like that. Had a great dinner and watched a terrific game last night. Between uh, It was good to see DeMar Hamlin back in Cincinnati. And uh, the, did you see that DeMar Hamlin 
And I've talked about Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. There's Jeff Ruby Steakhouse and then the Precinct. Those are the two premium. If you're going to go for steak, those are the two places to go in Cincinnati. And the Precinct has been on the list of the top 10, I think, top 10 or top 20 in the country for years. It's been one of the best steakhouses around. And um, so DeMar Hamlin took his training staff from the Buffalo Bills, the Bengals training staff, and then all of the doctors and nurses that worked on him at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, he took them all to dinner at Jeff Ruby Steakhouse on Saturday night. I, I don't know if you saw that picture. Did you see that? Watching the game last night? It was. Or didn't you watch the game last night? It was pretty cool to see all the DeMar Hamlin stuff. I, yeah. I, I was a little uncomfortable at times just because it was so much, but it's it's a pretty powerful story, and I, I think it definitely yeah. deserves to be told. It was pretty cool. It was uh, it was really cool, and uh, obviously Chris Collinsworth lives in that area. He's still there. It's the home of Pro Football Focus, and his his kids ran it for a long time and uh, and such, so he's still there, so he knows that area extremely well, and to listen to him talk about it a little bit. But uh, a friend of mine is the assistant general manager there, and uh, had texted me last night and said, hey, watch this piece. They're going to, you know, might do something on the restaurant. And uh, and sure enough, they had the pictures and stuff up last night. So it was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see all of that take place uh, down there. So uh, then Cincinnati went on to get a win, another win. You talk about a team that's on the rise right now. Man, man, man. Uh, so anyway, that's going on. Uh, and we'll run around the rest of the National Football League, but uh, what a good weekend. It was a feel-good weekend. Packers got a nice win. Uh, but – now, for those, and, and I follow a couple of different pages on Facebook and on Instagram, and uh, and some pages follow this show. And I started getting yesterday, as the game was winding down, um, where are all the Jordan Love haters? Um, told you he was this good, uh, you know. And it was on and on. It was it was in that realm. Now, look, let me say this. Jordan Love had a pretty good game yesterday. But do not let the statistics fool you. There were times in that game. Now, you probably couldn't tell from television. But as we're sitting there, Mike Clemens and I are sitting there watching this game. There were times that guys were open. I mean, wide open. And he didn't recognize it as being open until the window had closed. He didn't go through his progression. There were two, and now again, I'm not raining on anybody's parade. I'm giving you facts here. There were there were the ball that was thrown to Christian Watson in the back corner of the end zone. Had he actually dropped it into the corner, it's a touchdown. It's a touchdown early on instead of being knocked down, and being a ball that was thrown terribly short. And when Larry McCarron <laughs> has anything even remotely critical to say, it's kind of like when Euchre criticizes the Brewers. When you when he does, you know it's bad. So Larry says, yeah, and that ball wasn't really thrown well there, uh, there Wayne. It, it, you know, that's about as harsh as he's going to get. And it wasn't. It was a terribly thrown football. There was a couple of those yesterday. So he, Jordan Love statistically had a good game, and there was a couple of balls that he threw that were on the money and looked good doing it. But you got to be better. And maybe he'll morph into that. There was something there to build on yesterday. I agree with that. But don't come at me and act like he all of a sudden looked like Aaron Rodgers yesterday because he was far from it. Far from it. Balls that were thrown high, that were thrown behind a runner, behind a receiver, receivers that were wide open, that he missed. And you could see there was there was one where Christian Watson was on a crossing pattern 
and you could see the area develop. And all, all I kept thinking was, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. And because you you saw the play, you it, the, this was the way it was drawn up. And he just he he tap 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 the ball, and by the time he got ready to throw it, the window was gone. But had he cut it now, part of that, and if I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, part of that is maybe he just doesn't trust his receivers to be in the right place at the right time. He doesn't want to put the ball in harm's way. That's commendable, okay. But at some point that that has to that has to stop. So you you sometimes you just got to let it go. But I thought yesterday was a step forward. But don't come at me with "I told you so," because I can point out ten things that were wrong yesterday. No problem. There was a couple of times where all he had to do was lead a guy on a quick comeback route, put it on his back, put it on the outside near the stripe. No problem. And instead, he threw it right in the dirt. Uh, you know, like he was trying to aim it as a pitcher or something. You know, so. You know, not a bad game. You take it. I mean, it's a win. You know, and it's something to build on. But don't, no, 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 don't, don't come at me like all of a sudden you've discovered that you know he was really Aaron Rodgers in disguise. No, that's 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 far from it. Far from it. Uh, And uh, then that leads me to the next aspect of the passing game, and that's Christian Watson. Uh, I don't even know. We'll find out more today, uh, obviously, about the injury. But, and I'm, you know, look, he had a knee, uh, was it last week or two weeks ago, and I didn't think he was going to come back, and he did. And he toughed it out and he came back. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Christian Watson just maybe got the wind knocked out of him or something. Because that happens. We saw Jamar Chase do it last night when he went and landed on his back. Okay, you know. But we'll, we'll see. But uh, Christian Watson is... Uh, very much and very quickly proving himself to be a China doll. He is a very fragile, not a football player. If he's down again, he's, you know, it, it's just he's just not a football player. And he needs to go away in the offseason and put on a little bit of bulk without losing his speed and toughen up. Otherwise, he's going to find himself outside of the league because he's, he's going to be nothing more than a speed guy. That's it. So we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, Wolfman says decisiveness comes with confidence. Confidence comes from experience. It'll come. Also, nobody cares about the what ifs. Uh, What if Stafford play? What if uh, KD? I didn't lost lost his comments because there's like what if KD wore a size smaller and the Bucks lose, et cetera, blah. Oh, I agree with that. The whole thing about well, what if Stafford play? Who knows? Maybe the defense plays just as well. The secondary played pretty well. The young guys in the secondary played pretty well, right? No, no doubt, no doubt. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. If you want to find us, please go ahead and do so. We'd love to hear from you. Again, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hey, uh, I got some good friends that, uh, and that is actually, if you're watching on the live stream, that is my vehicle. And uh, I'll tell you what, my uh, I drive a Genesis. Love it. Have for a long time. Uh, I've had pickup trucks and stuff too, and I've had a Ford, I've had a Chevy, had a Dodge. But recently, and I told you about this, that uh, Kristen and I were were out one day, and somebody hit us, and and uh, it was you know not terrible, but you know the whole rear end of the car was kind of caved in, 
And I discovered some friends over at Collision One, and they did such a great job on my vehicle. I said, guys, I would love to promote your business. What are your thoughts? And and Jim and everybody said, let's do this. So we have built a, a nice relationship right there on County Line Road, Menominee Falls. Call them 262-251-1700. They work on everything. But, my God, they did everything outside, inside, detailed the car. Uh, I, I got to admit, after last year with all the snow and everything, I never really cleaned the inside of my car last year. And when you get all that snow and everything that melts inside there, the car was kind of funky, funky smelling. They did every. They did a magnificent job. It's one collision county line right there on County Line Road in Menominee Falls. Got to call them. If you have any vehicle needs, detailing, if you have you know an accident, I, man, I hope you're okay. But if you need somebody to take care of it and do it right, and they text you every step of the way, which is awesome. They let you know what's going on, and my phone would buzz and said, hey, we're waiting on one part, or we're waiting on this, or we got to get this okay. I knew what was going on every day. That's one collision. County Line, Menominee Falls. Uh, again, 262-251-1700. One collision, County Line, 262-251-1700. Make sure you tell them we sent you. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 2023. Coming up this weekend, this Sunday, listen to me. We are going to be at the uh, distillery in Grafton, Wisconsin for the Green and Gold postgame show. Distillery in Grafton. And the reason being is because starting on Friday, every uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, a portion of their proceeds goes to Fisher House, Wisconsin in honor of Veterans, uh, Veterans Day. So uh, get out to the distillery Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But more so if you can join us on Sunday, we're going to have a, a Packers watch party, Packers and Steelers watch party. So even if you're a Steelers fan, come on out. Uh, but Packers and Steelers watch party. And then afterwards, we've got the Green and Gold postgame show live from the distillery in Grafton, Wisconsin. So uh, come on out. We're going to have a good time. My buddy Tim is the GM out there, and uh, they picked uh, Fisher House as their charity of choice to support veterans this weekend. So we're really looking forward to this. And if you can make it, come on out. We're going to be there again. I'll be there early. We're going to be uh, – I don't know what time specifically they open. I think my, like 10 or 11. But uh, come on in, get yourself a seat, watch the game, and then we got the Green and Gold postgame show uh, following immediately, immediately the Packers and the Steelers coming up this weekend. So from 3 to 5, we'll have the Green and Gold postgame show, 
And from noon to 3, we're going to have uh, the Steelers and the Packers on all the screens. So it should be a great time. Stillery and Grafton. Uh, and I'll get you the address and all that kind of stuff. But you can just look it up. Just you know, That's what Google's for, for God's sakes. So look it up, and that's where we're going to be this coming weekend. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670 if you want to hit us up. Uh, feel free. So give me your thoughts on this this weekend. Give me your thoughts on this weekend. Give me your thoughts on Jordan Love. Give me your thoughts on the game. Get, first of all, yes, I agree with you. The officiating sucked. It, it was not good. Uh, I know there was an article, John Runyon, it said, hey, look, this is the way I've been lining up my entire life, and suddenly they're starting to call lining up in the neutral zone, which I have no idea. And both, both times it was called was on the far judge. Uh, so I don't know what he was seeing and how he was lining up, but that, I, I thought that was crap. However, give me your thoughts on the weekend defensively. They did rally uh, for everything that uh, we had talked about, how it was kind of like uh, a very down atmosphere in the locker room after the Rasul Douglas trade went down and guys were relatively solemn. And Mike said, my God, it's like, you know, like a bomb went off in here. And, and boy, they rallied. A lot of the guys said, hey, we, we knew we needed to pick it up and, you know, had some opportunities. The young guys obviously were energized because they knew they were going to get some starts and they brought it. They brought it. Valentine brought it. I, I liked what I saw. Now, Hopefully they can sustain that, especially against really good quarterback play. But at least yesterday uh, gave you a little bit of a positive. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Darren listening to us in Appleton. Darren, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Mr. Michaels, it's a pleasure. Glad to have you. What's up? Uh, I, I would say uh, just a couple of things briefly. I, I love your take on Christian Watson. He seems like he's he's really um, he's a lightweight, um, and he's not the uh, the star we thought he'd be. I also think that your take on Jordan Love, one game does not make a season, right? So it was hard to watch these guys celebrate because it was like a high school team, like their first win a little bit. Um, but I think there was bigger issues, I think, from the organization. They saw the, the Raiders make the moves last week. I think maybe, maybe it's time to, to watch the Packers make some top-to-bottom decisions. And with that, I'll let you uh, give your okay. reaction. You know, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, and thanks for taking a listen to us too. Um, when it comes to making moves top to bottom, that I think is going to be a, a an evaluation that's going to come at the end of the season. They're not going to do anything during the season. Um, unless now yesterday was, uh, I'll say this. I had posted this too, before the game. It was 10 minutes before game time, and they were doing the anthem. Uh, just before the anthem, I took a picture, and I said, I haven't seen it this empty 10 minutes before the game, probably going back to when they fired Mike McCarthy. When fans had just said, "There's, you know, they're not going to the postseason, there's no hope here. Now it's a different circumstance, because I don't know a whole lot of people that believe they were going to the postseason to begin with, but... And, and, and this is this was different, too, because... This wasn't anybody local. This was a team coming from L.A. You're not going to get a whole – you know, same thing when it happens with uh, San Diego or L.A., the Chargers, I should say, when they come to town in a couple of weeks. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of out-of-towners. I know that there were some hotels yesterday that were still selling rooms on Saturday night. They had availability. As people have said, I'm not going to go. I'm going to find something else to do. Now, yesterday gives you a little bit of hope. They did it kind of ugly. There was early penalties. There was turnovers. It, it just it was an ugly game. 
But sometimes for you to start to get over the hump, you have to win an ugly game. So maybe this is a jump-off point. But going back to my point about the uh, the the changes, I don't think – now, Mike McCarthy had ran his course, and I think they were kind of skeptical. It was, it was a 50-50 make or break coming into that season as to whether or not to let Mike go. And then once things really started to spiral and there was no hope and he had lost the locker room, and there was divisiveness between him and Aaron Rodgers. It was kind of like, okay, we just we need to make the change. Let's show these fans that we're doing something. And that's what they did. And then Joe Philbin took over, and the rest is history. That's what they did. In this case, it's a young team. You don't have a lot of, lot of you know, you, you don't have a veteran under center. And you don't have that building block under center right now. That You know, Jordan Love, if anything, has proven that he can throw the ball at times, but not consistently, and he's not a consistent quarterback. And I want to get into that too, okay? So, uh, because I got an email here, and, and I, I want to deal with this. But they're not going to make changes till the end of the season. So, for, as Brian Gutekunst said in that presser the other day, he said these next 10 games are, are a test. They, they're, they're an evaluation. The next 10 games are important. And I would agree with that. Yesterday, did we learn anything? What did we learn? If I had to say, okay, Goody says the next 10 games are going to be an evaluation. What do we evaluate? We evaluate, well, Aaron Jones, you know, he's got to hang on to the football, but he is, when he gets going and starts churning and, and grinding out, uh, you know, all-purpose yards, He's a huge, huge portion of their offense. Huge. Uh, we also learned yesterday that Christian Watson is not a durable candidate at the wide receiver position. We learned that the offensive line is good, can probably be upgraded. Not great, but good. We learned that uh, some of the youth that was called upon for the secondary of this team kind of passed the first litmus test. They really did. Um, and even after Kenny Clark went down with a shoulder issue, up front, they still played pretty well. Rashawn Gary gets after it. I saw Preston Smith. Preston Smith numerous times was close but no cigar, but close. So it looked like he was, you know, kind of creating a little bit of havoc as well, um, but not to the same zip that he had back when it was the the Smith brothers so to speak so uh we could also evaluate the fact that uh, the you know I like Jaden Reed I really do as a slot receiver man I, I watched him run some routes yesterday pretty solid uh, I did watch watch Christian Watson on the other make a couple of good catches but and finally caught a 50-50 ball but then goes down afterwards but there was also one that it, the play was still going on and he had kind of given up he was just kind of just standing over in a patch of grass where the defender around him wasn't really doing much to help um which was weird so you know all eyes at least my eyes at that point I was really starting to watch Christian Christian Watson pretty close so my point being is what did we evaluate we evaluated that this was not a great game to evaluate there was a lot of mistakes again and penalties, seven penalties in the first half of this ball game. Now, a couple of them we can argue, but seven penalties in the first half of this ball game. So, the evaluation process still goes on, and Mark Murphy and my claim of we'll know 
You know, I know there's people that are holding out hope. I know. But I'll explain to you why when we come back, why I'm leaning and I know what my opinion is unless my mind is changed. And I'll be brutally honest at this point, and I'll tell you why. Uh, stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. And at Curly's, they had a nice weekend. Uh, they got a lot going on. They have the meat raffles and such, and they've always got something that's going on out there. Curly's, though, right now, throughout the month of November, they have a tequila raffle with fine tequilas. And they are giving a pro- the proceeds to the uh, Pewaukee Food Pantry for this time of year and going into the holidays. So if you're going to go out, and you're going to get something to eat, and I highly recommend their food anyway. If you're going to go out, watch a game, get something to eat, maybe you stop in there and uh, you throw in a, you know, six, ten bucks and get yourself a couple of chances for the, uh, the tequila basket. And in the meantime, do something good for the food pantry too. So a lot of good stuff going on by a lot of great bars and a lot of people that work directly with us, and I love that. I love that. Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake. Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all-new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you gotta see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, "Show me the money!" to reveal up to ten grand each Thursday. Eight hundred thousand in prizes is up for grabs. Forty winners each week. This October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Friends of Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, Cunis RV, Cunis Automotive, Trucks, Commercial, whatever it happens to be. If you're looking for a new vehicle of any type, Cunis RV all over the state of Wisconsin. But Cunis Automotive as well. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, Cunis, shop Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, shopcunis.com. That is shopcunis.com. Good to have them on board uh, as well. So uh, let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls. But I do want to bring something up real quick. As... Uh, I, I had people that are talking about it. Look, I, I, this is not any kind of a, a Jordan love negativity party or anything, but it, it one win and, and one performance does not make a season. And if I said to you tank Dell, you'd probably go, what tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson, John Mechie, Nico Collins. Some names you may recognize, some names you may not. That's who C.J. Stroud is throwing to down in Houston. First year in the league, talent was raw, didn't have a lot of belief in him coming out of the, uh, the Ohio State system, but has just adapted and emerged year one. Doesn't have a ton of talent around him. Dalton Schultz, not a bad tight end. Came out of the Dallas system. Okay, this is guy year one. So when you start telling me, 
well, once he gets good guys around, then he'll be a better quarterback. Or when you start saying, well, he's got to play a little while to get it. All of which are true. I'm not negating that. But don't act like you've got Aaron Rodgers in the waiting. Sometimes guys have it, and sometimes they don't, and sometimes you just don't know because they don't do enough to ever let you know. So this whole thing about, well, he didn't play. Neither did C.J. Stroud. Now, I'm not even going to put guys like that come into the first you know year and, and start to you know play extremely well that are like the superstars, like a Joe Burrow. Came into the league, lit the league on fire. Right? Lamar Jackson comes into the league, plays extremely well. Jalen Hurts didn't have a lot of belief in him. He struggled, and then he got good. Tua didn't look good his first few years and then got a lot of talent around him and now has played pretty well, albeit when they play really tough defenses, top 15 defenses, they have not fared well. They beat up on the likes of some of the, some of the, 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 the lower feeder teams right now this season. But when they faced the Kansas City Chiefs, suddenly they didn't have an answer. Just to kind of keep things in perspective. So don't get over your skis because you got a good game. I don't want to be the bucket of water that rains on your parade, but I'm also not going to buy into the non-reality that is, just so we're clear. 877-867-1670. Let's go to our buddy Ross listening to us in Wausau. Ross, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. How are you today? Good, good. Uh, what you thinking? My more problem with this is, you know, they won yesterday, and that's all great. But they beat a team that was starting their third-string quarterback and started two running backs that I don't even think were on their roster to start the year. So you're 3-5 and five right now, and I don't see a win coming in the next month against the Lions, Chiefs, Steelers, and Chargers. And at that point, you're 3-9. and nine. And do you do you go into tank mode at that point, or what do you do? Because they're not they're not beating any of the next four teams they're playing. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I you can't ask guys to go out and not play. But then again, if you've got guys that are banged up, I would hold them till they're one hundred percent. And I would certainly look at some of the young guys that you have on this roster, albeit you're already starting to do that in some way, shape, or form. But but what but when people say tank, you're not playing to purposefully lose. You're just no, not I, putting you're not putting everybody in the position to have success because what you're trying to do is trying to just to go into evaluation mode. But I'll say this if they're not gonna win those four games, chances are they don't have enough talent to win a lot of the rest of the games. So my assumption would be in that I would say they're like I said they were seven wins give or take. This team may end up winning five, who knows five or six? Who knows? Yeah, that's the part that I find interesting because after that month, some of the teams remaining on their schedules, like the Panthers, the Giants, who might be the worst team in the NFL, and the Bears and the Vikings, you know, those are games where you think maybe you could get a few wins, but do you? you want those wins at that point so maybe you can you know if the season's lost why not improve your draft status as much as you can you know why you know if if you know jordan love isn't the future which i don't think he is i was telling my friends this before the season started i didn't think he was the guy why not try to you know improve your draft status as much as you can 
So maybe you have a chance at a Drake May, a Michael Penix, you know, uh, a Williams, you know, why right. you know, win a few games just for morale when you're shooting yourself in the foot for the next three years, just because you're worried about your team morale, you know? Right. No, I completely understand. And I appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much. Uh, my, here's, here's the question that I have. Okay. And this is one that you can't answer and I can't answer. So when teams quote tank, um, the way they do that is roster manipulation. Is if a guy gets hurt and he's going to be down a while, he's on IR, done for the season. You know, if you if you want to start looking at some of the young guys, you start kind of peeling away slowly because of injury some talent. Uh, as the master manipulator of the roster, you're never going to have Matt Lafleur tank because he's fighting for his job. You're never going to have the assistant coaches tank because they're fighting for their job. And you're never going to have the players tank because each and every game they're fighting for their jobs. So now you go from postseason mode as a player to job mode to next contract mode as a player. So I agree with you, but I think the problem is when it comes to this, unless you have a rash of injuries, I just think that you you play it out because you're never going to ask guys to lose. But that could also take care of itself if, indeed, they don't beat Pittsburgh, they don't beat the Chargers, they don't beat the Lions, and you go from there. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just was reading today, Daniel Jones looks like he's done with an ACL injury. His season comes to an end. Um, when you talk about the Giants, and who knows, maybe the Giants get better without Daniel Jones. Um, and yesterday, you talk about <laughs> – uh, uh, an incredible win, you know, an incredible win. Their quarterback comes in, doesn't even take reps with the ones, didn't even know the names of some of the guys in his huddle yesterday and fights out and fights against uh, Atlanta and gets a win. Just amazing. Amazing that uh, the Minnesota Vikings got a win. And the Vikings don't look now have won four in a row. I was reading that. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, the Vikings, they are 5-4. Uh, and four. They've won four in a row. It's funny Who to knew? me that the, the Vikings just can't be a normal team. Like, right? like last year, they went 13-3, and three and they, they won a bunch of games they were supposed to lose. The beginning of this year, they fumble like three times a game. Lose a, and now they're winning with Josh Dott. Like, can the Vikings just be normal? Can they be a normal right. team? And, and their defense has stepped up, and that's how they're getting it done. The same way with Pittsburgh. Their, their defense has stepped up, and that's how they're winning games. And their offense is doing just enough. So I, it's you look at you look at it. And you're like, holy mackerel! The, the the Vikings are a game behind the Lions in the standings as far as the wins and losses go. the The Lions are six and two. The Vikings are five and four. I mind boggling. But you know, again, uh, we're going to find out uh, even more about the the Lions over the next couple of weeks, and then obviously, then that Packers game is going to be there on Thanksgiving Day. And which is going to draw a lot of eyes, and we'll see where the Packers are at at that point in time, too. But the Packers, in the meantime, are a game better than the Bears. So I understand the whole thing. Because when you hear people say, Grant, well, they're going to tank, to me it means you're going to, you're quitting. But you're not going to ask anybody in that locker room to quit. Because otherwise, what do you go out there and risk your body for if you're quitting? 
Yeah, that's not how it works. I know a lot of Packers fans are bummed that the Packers won yesterday because they want a better pick. You got to mix in wins. There's no world in which a team can lose every single game and still hold on to the culture and still retain talented players. Like, no, you need to mix in wins and positive moments, uh, even in in a down season. So I'm tanking is this thing that fans always want, and it just doesn't really exist in football. It yeah exactly. It's not like load management in the NBA where you're gonna you know sit some guys for a while so you can look at some of the younger talent. That that's not happening. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Coming up right after this. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Want to remind you, December 8th and December 9th, out at uh, Smoke on the Water in Okachi Lake, they have got a Christmas concert uh, and a little bit of rock and roll, all just kind of shoved into one with a great event on both Friday and Saturday night. If you were looking for a night out, get some uh, beverages, heavy appetizers, bring friends, good music, in a terrific place. That's uh, Smoke on the Water on Okachi Lake. And if you want more information, just uh, give them a buzz or follow them over on Facebook or on Instagram. That's Smoke on the Water Okachi Lake. And uh, you can see for yourself and get yourself some tickets. Uh, it is going to be a really, really fun event. I know Zeno and Joe and 2.0 and all that kind of good stuff going to be there providing the musical uh, aspect of that that night. But big venue holds, I don't know, three, four, five hundred people, something like that. I can't imagine how many you can shove in there. But good, good stuff. It's Smoke on the Water in Okachi Lake. Uh, I am going to be there doing the MC work on Friday night. And I uh, don't know who's going to be there on Saturday, but Friday night I'm going to be there. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm bringing a bunch of friends from ta- uh, from out of town that are going to be there that night as well. So good, good stuff. That's Smoke on the Water on Okachi Lake on Wisconsin Avenue right there on Okachi. Hopefully you can uh, stop out and get some tickets. Say hello. Uh, Joe says Brett Favre had a great offensive line and Sterling Sharp uh, to throw to when he got into trouble. Aaron Rodgers had a great line and Donald Driver and Greg Jennings to help him out as well as a first-year starter. Uh, Joe, the other aspect aspect of that of that is that they both had really good arms and strong arms and they were accurate. You tend to leave that out. And if you're a Jordan, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and I think this is a fair question. What you've seen out of Jordan Love, what you've seen out of Jordan Love, 
For those that believe he's the one, please let me know why. I'm just asking you a simple question. For those that have the belief, please let me know why. That's, tell me why. What have you seen that makes you a believer? I'm not here to knock it. I'm just here to find out why there's some of you who are so staunch in that defense. And I want to know why. That, that's, that's my ask. So we got a lot more coming up today. We're going to talk with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and break down some of the film from yesterday. Mike Clement's going to join us with a lot of stuff coming out of the locker room uh, from last night. We'll talk with Mike as well. we got a lot of sound to get to today. Uh, by the way, Mike, it is Okachi, O-K-A-U-C-H-E-E. So you know. Just an FYI. There you go. O-K-U, and I think it might even be spelled wrong on the placard, so we'll get that taken care of, but yes. Um, Randy says, are we to believe Bryce Young is the one either either after his start? Trevor Lawrence had horrible first-year stats, but we don't hear about him now. Uh, Randy, it wasn't necessarily... Trevor Lawrence it was more the coaching staff it was a, it was a, that was a train wreck you saw what Trevor Lawrence was when he played at Clemson we got an hour down we got three more yet to go and it, let me ask you this do you believe that Jordan Love is Trevor Lawrence that's a simple question a lot more happening coming up right after this <laughs> 